Welcome to episode 79 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some, sir. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Happy Father's Day to you and to all of our listeners who fit the aforementioned criteria. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. It feels good being Father's Day and being doted upon just a little bit. Exactly. So... Mm-hmm. Your take on Father's Day, should it be... All right, Father's Day. Right. And the one thing, you're a father because you have kids. hmm So we typically do stuff together as a family, and I and so that's the way I'm voting. But in theory, like, what if, like, Joe Schmo is like, hey, it's Father's Day. You fuckers annoy me. Get the fuck out of my face. I want, you know... And then he just goes... Talking to his kids? Or to, to his whole family, because oh. his Father's Day, his day, he wants to, you know, he wants to go to the local watering hole, uh, you know, do shots of tequila, snorts the blow, and bang hookers. I mean, wouldn't that, I mean, if that's his Father's Day, shouldn't he really be? No. Okay, so you you think fathers should, yeah, no. it should be spent I'm with laughing, the kids. I'm laughing, but no. It should be with the kids, right? Because that's how we do it. Yeah. I mean, now, obviously, as kids get older and... You know, as we always like to say here on the pod, you know, life happens. Um, so Liz and Nick, the three of us went to B-dubs. We haven't been to B-dubs in a while. Uh, still fantastic. Uh, they did change the batter of the fried pickles, but they're still very good. Uh, they had a new, uh, what was it called? Uh, smoky Adobe. I think that's what it was called. All that right. was pretty good, but the Caribbean jerk was better. Um, was a little disappointed on the IPA selection on draft, but I started with a summer shanty because it was a $5 special. And like four drinks in, I'm like, why the fuck did I order a summer shanty? I hate <laughs> summer shanties. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> but, I'm looking okay. at you right now. Well, and going, here's the reason behind okay. Okay, Remind me to tell you the reason for that. And then I ended up finishing with a, uh, two Old Nation 43s. Um. So, yeah, I spend it with my family, but, like, if it's truly Father's Day, shouldn't the father really be able to do what he wants? Or do you have okay, to well, spend it with your kids? And, again, I'm yeah, not, I know. You know, I, and, by the way, Justin wasn't part of that because he worked second shift and he had sure. to go to work. So right, it's not like right. he just abandoned right. Father's Day and went about his business. He was working, which he, he for Mother's Day and for Father's Day, he threw out, well, I can call in. No, you're not calling in. You're going to work. Right, right. No, I mean, to answer your question, the way, at least the way it works in our family is, you know, you do spend some time with your kids because they want to do something um, with you because you're their father, or at right. least they should. Um, Fair and, enough, but you see the, the... But but the birthday, the birthday is where that, where it's like, okay, you know, dad gets to do whatever he wants because it's his birthday. Now, of course, in my family, you don't go out and, you know, go to the local watering hole and... <laughs> You know, snort some blow and bang hookers, but you know. <laughs> well, then, nor in my that house. would be frowned I, upon. I, I, I just, I, it's frowned upon probably in most households, but I'm just saying, you know, there, you know there's a dad out there that that's his day. I mean, that's his ideal day. Well, sure. Maybe play and twenty dollars with a keno, have a couple two dollars. I think, $2 I think they made a sh- they made a they made a television show about that. Um, uh, one of your favorites, Shameless. Oh yeah, for still good call. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think. They I ever, think he does that every day, though. Yeah, he does he? that every day, and that's why I don't think they even recognize Father's Day <laughs> with Frank. I'm Gallagher. pretty sure on Shameless they do not recognize um, Father's Day. So, but yeah, other, otherwise, absolutely fantastic. And again, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. At the Cell Studio today, 
first episode of the 2021 season outdoors at the South Studio. And they might notice that by the birds chirping or like when Love we, is in the air. When we uh, turn our chairs. Yeah. The, well, at least in yours, you'll hear a little more the uh, wrought iron outside yeah. chairs creaking a little bit. But as we get older, we're all the... losing our hearing, so they can probably hardly pick it up. Yeah. So let's get into the first tasting here. Absolutely. What do you say? That's what we're here for. Exactly. Uh, it is from Decadent Ales. It is their orange cream pop. Now this is an IPA, folks. Don't get your britches in a bunch. Um, an all citra dry hopped IPA with a proprietary blend of sugars, Madagascar vanilla bean. Apparently those are more vanilla-y in Madagascar. And a touch of orange zest. This beer has formally, this, oh, sorry, this beer was formally named Creamsicle. So if you've had the Decadent Ales Creamsicle before, they've renamed it to Orange Cream Pop. We may have to go through the list. We may have to. Because the Creamsicle, this is we a may... complete, I looked at this can and I'm like, nope, we never had this. Yeah, we've never had this can, but it's been, they couldn't have just changed the names. There had to have been a tweak, but we'll look that up. Sure. It, you know, because I, I want to say maybe we have had the Orange Creamsicle. It's possible. Or the Dreamsicle or whatever you said it was, right. they used to be called. Well, anyway, let's give it a try. Good dessert beer. Just after in dinner. In closing up uh, Father's Day, I was expecting a brighter orange color, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's a real so hazy I'm, pale. I'm going to expect a lot of vanilla in here. Yes, because, I mean... Oh, no. Right off the nose, you can smell the orange zest. Got it? Yes. All right. Episode 79. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Yeah. So far, I like it. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not getting... I actually get... Uh, I'm not getting the, the, like a, you know, like the picture is the classic orange... Dream... Yeah. Cream pop yeah. or creamsicle. I'm, yeah, I, mean, I, I wonder... It's maybe, almost like a, like a, uh, uh, not a rattler, but a, you know, half... I'll half tell you what juice, I did. I'm half gonna, orange I, juice, half IPA. I'm gonna wait till I get to the bottom of the the drink because you know how sometimes it changes as as the segment goes. But I know it's called orange cream pop. But the very first pull, I'm tasting a lemon head. Really? Yes. I, there's no orange or vanilla at all. And maybe I've reacquired COVID or something. And I've lost my taste because <laughs> there's there's no orange on that first pull. Yeah, I've got some orange. I can see where maybe somebody could think of like a more lemony. It's certainly the color gives it. It's more lemon than orange. Uh, yeah, there. I might be Elaine. Like maybe I have rabies, but uh, of course I can swallow. You know, remember that episode where you spitting up the water? I can't swallow. You, you have rabies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is weird. I do not take my, my taste buds are just rotted away because i do not taste any orange at all um well as we uh enjoy this pint regardless segment you know backed by popular demand almost right i don't know by anybody else but by me anyway sure. but we, in a couple weeks we haven't done what yeah, do you think pod, what Mike. do you think we haven't done the what do you think dave all right and i'm ready as grandpa blackhawk can attest i first heard this 
on episode 339 of Barstool Sports, Spit and Chicklets. Hey, Barstool Sports, you, you got to have room for one more podcast if you're out there listening. Come on, work us into the, the mix. Come on. But they mention it, and I'm, I'm like, okay, that must not be real. I don't Whatever. It, it's, it's nonsense. And then went about my week. And then on Friday, I'm listening on the radio. One of the few moments I'm not listening to a podcast. I have it on XM202, which is Outkick the Coverage, which is Clay Travis's show. But I think Clay Travis stepped down from that because Clay Travis and another guy are going to take over the Rush Limbaugh show. Oh. So now Outkick the Coverage was some guy and Brady Quinn. I, if you said his name, I'd remember. That's irrelevant to the story. And they brought this story up. Okay. And I want to know what you think. Michael Packard. Right. Name ring a bell to you? Um, it, uh, the name is familiar, but I'm right now I'm struggling to get an association. So fill me in. All right. Well, anyway, he's a Cape Cod lobster diver. Oh, yeah. And apparently he says he was swallowed by a humpback whale. <laughs> I'm just going to read a little bit of it. But, hey, listeners, and this I, I actually need... Blackhawk, I just fucking got to another, an alert came to my phone, which Dave and I had planned on talking about, and I'm literally sick to my stomach, and it's from one of those, if I was going to lie, I would lie about something much more important than this, and I'm sidetracked, but now I'm really fucking mad. (laughs) Come on, okay, (sighs) swallowed by a whale. Yeah, he swallowed by a humpback whale. Um, I'm not going to read the whole article because I did post it to the Mike and Dave Facebook page. So our listeners can go to Mike and Dave Facebook, which there is a flight football and anything else page, but you have to grant me, and maybe we'll do that after we're done recording, like, grant me sure. co-ownership or yep, editorship yep. or right. whatever. creator or whatever. I do. Because I think we should put all our pod stuff on the pod. Right now right. we're putting our pod stuff on the Mike and Dave stuff, which does get some hits, and then we have... Lots of uh, interesting friend requests, and I'm just going to fucking accept them all. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who they are. But, hey, if, if by chance, like, if that one person, you know, maybe she's, you know, actually also trying to source out on Tinder and Match.com or whatever, but if she happens to listen to the pod and tells one friend who tells one friend who tells one friend, we could be up to 100 listeners in no time. <laughs> But anyway, hundred thousand, Mike. That's what. That's where we're. Yeah, exactly. Did I say hundred? Hundred thousand is what yeah. I meant. Yes. So anyway, go to our Facebook page, Mike. The Mike and Dave Facebook page. The article is posted there. But Michael Packard, forty-five. I'm sorry, he was forty-five feet or fourteen meters deep in the coastal waters of Provincetown, Massachusetts, on Friday, June 11th, when he suddenly gulped and when he was suddenly gulped inside the mouth of an enormous marine animal. All of a sudden, I felt this huge bump, and everything went dark, he told WBZ-TV News. Again, I'm not going to read the entire story. Go to our Facebook page, take a look at it, and let us know what you think. Comment on the page, let us know what you think. My, hey, this is What Do You Think, Dave's segment. So, Dave, without further ado, what do you think of old Michael Packer's story? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't get into it enough um, on my uh, Echo, my Amazon Echo. I watched the interview. You know, I, I said, hey, Echo, play the Packard story or whatever it said to play. So I, I listened to the interview. Did I read about it and see if and it was verified by anyone? Apparently, he sustained an injury that was verified. I don't know if it, you know, so what do I think? 
whales don't typically eat large, you know, more than krill or, you know, larger, do they? Like a sperm whale will, because I mean, that's, I think that's kind of a meat eater, but I don't think the humpback whale, and not to get too nerdy on everybody, but I don't, is hump, the humpback whale one of those whales that doesn't have any teeth? Does it have the baleen or whatever the hell you call it, the stuff that kind of sifts out the, keeps the krill in and, yeah, sure. That, yeah, that's not, that, that all sounds good, but um, you know, uh, you know. Then I really I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're asking me, did it actually happen? What? No. What do you think? I whatever. I'd like it to happen because it's a oh, cool story. Fuck. So let's let's let it happen. Oh, all right. Well, all right. So, you know, another uh, clip from the article I posted on our Facebook page. Then I realized, oh my God, I'm in a whale's mouth, and he's trying to swallow me. <laughs> Packer told WBZ TV News, and I thought to myself, okay, this is it. I'm finally, <laughs> I'm going to die. Packer's thought turned to his wife and his two sons, ages 12 and 15. <laughs> you know, what do I think, Dave? Yeah, that's a fucking lie. There's no way, unless, what and, you off? unless he's got video as the whale spitting him out, and he's like going out, or like, you know, the movie Jaws when like Quint's fighting him off the shark off with that machete and the boat sinking and Quint sliding down into the mouth unless he's got footage on his phone because otherwise you know what I'm going to say I was attacked by aliens taken to Mars and I was swallowed whole by Nina Hartley's vagina <laughs> and here I am to tell him you know if we're Why just gonna, if we're just going to go to a news story right. and say this happened that's sure. my story right because that I mean it happened yeah that there's no way that's there's no way that fucking happened. I will, and I'm not even going to finish. I will. The article's posted on our Facebook page, as I've said for this is the fourth time I've sure. tried to pub the Facebook page. I'm not even going to read any more than I've read right now because it's bullshit. <laughs> and how in the world can a podcast such as ours with such creative genius? Go relatively unnoticed, and this fucking idiot is getting all this fame and. <laughs> You know, I don't know if there's That's any the fortune. That, the day, I don't know if there's any fortune that goes along with it. But how do you get on? Because, like I said, right. I'm telling people. Because the other day, I was abducted by aliens and swallowed by Nina Hartley's vagina on Mars, <laughs> and, he, and and then they just like dropped me off randomly in a field, and all I had was a g-string on. <laughs> and somehow I got home without anybody seeing me. And now I'm telling you about yeah. it on episode 79 of Flight Football and anything else. It, yeah. it, I just it's baffling to me that how is that that's it's almost I mean, more of a of a farce than the whole COVID I'm just, thing. I'm just saying, like, if if humpback whales typically swim through there, then that's why somebody's saying, eh, well, maybe. But right. Nina Hartley's not gonna. I don't think. <laughs> but there's I think no you're, you're, there's no proof of that though. How and how would you come up with that story? Then what you know when we went fishing in uh, um, spring break uh, in Galveston sure. on a fishing trip that yeah. uh, loyal catch up listener. Uh, Josh Wendy booked and we went out on. Right. Why didn't we stay? We oh, we were out fishing. We were swallowed by a you know a great white shark and but right. we were able to stab our way out of it. Well, there were too many people in there to, to yeah, they so could have broke down. That's and, just it. But I just don't understand how one there's like much like the COVID thing. There's something weird about this. Like, why is this guy getting pressed now? If there's like if there's surveillance video of two guys coming into a convenience store, 
robbing a guy, and that this 85-year-old man reaches underneath his cash register, gets out a bat, and opens up a whole can of whoop-ass on him, and it's all caught on security. Okay, I see why that goes viral. 80-year-old man beats right, the right. hell out of two armed yeah. robbers with a baseball bat. Right. And it's all in, in you know, and the news, you know, the news goes to the security cam footage, yeah. and it's right there in black and white. And you say, "Well, I wouldn't have believed it, but I fucking just saw it." Yeah. This I, guy swims back to shore, and he's like, "Oh, uh, I was swallowed by a whale." <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, this is, the, and he's getting press out of it, even by the, the you know, even by a, a, a podcast of our stature. Right. I mean, oh. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, when you put it in that light, sure, it it doesn't. There's a lot, probably a lot of other things. It shouldn't have gotten days and days of. Right. Of, of notoriety. Yeah, June 11th, yeah. it's June 20th. That's nine days this guy's living on the edge, making, uh, living in infamy and Trying to sell like his modern-day Jonah story. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so it was like, you know what? Now I'm a little disappointed, but I did want to bring back the What Do You Think, Dave segment, because this, this is actually almost a borderline fuck you segment. <laughs> Poor, it's yeah, like, yeah, this right. fuck, fuck you, Michael Packer, because I'm thinking you're a liar. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so... You know, yeah. I'm totally against it. You're like, well, there's, you know, maybe it could have happened. I, I'm guessing you don't really believe it, but you're like, well, you're maybe more. Sure, why not? Do, who, yeah, who cares? Yeah, so yeah. I'm not buying it. Yeah. You know, like now, if he would have swam back to shore with no legs, a bloody mess. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, surviving. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm like, all right, well, this is a pretty elaborate. You know, chop your own if they legs were pulling, off. If they were pulling humpback whale spit out of his ears. Exactly. And, you know, and or the whale tests. sperm, like, like if he was just covered from belly button to face with, uh, you know, because it could have been a sperm whale that just let her rip on him. Then I would have said, okay, well, you know, all right, I'll buy it. Right. There, there's nothing to it. And I just, right. I, you know, our pod should get more hype than Michael Packer did. <laughs> So everybody out, go out there and promote our pod. Agreed. Because that's the bottom line of the story. Right. Oh, man. All right, second what do you think, Dave, is where do you stand on the, uh, and it's supposed to start tomorrow, where umpires are going to start enforcing it. It's been all over the news. I haven't read into it. Sorry, at Fishman8. Post on our Facebook page the exact rules and regulations of the substances that pitchers are accused of and are no longer going to be able to use. Just read a Yahoo article where it's like, well, it's not cheating, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, if you're putting a substance on a baseball, right? how is that not cheating? And again, like yeah, like the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox, you know, uh, turn back the clock one year on this pod. I was a Astro fan. My motto is: if you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. And it's always been that. So, but let, but I've never said, oh well, it's right. not cheating. I mean, cheating is cheating. Right. It is what it is. So how are how can some people say, well, they're doing it because of this, and they don't want the ball to slip out of their hand? And I just. Slip out of their hand. That's what the freaking laces. The that's what the stitching's for. Right, but the, the, there's you know they're so smooth these days. That's why they have. That's why they all, all right. rub them down and everything. But and they're saying they. And to me, I I've never been a pitcher, so I'm completely talking out of my ass. To me, something when I have something sticky on my hand. Oh yeah. Like if I have honey and I try to throw something, the, yeah. that that piece well, of paper still sticks to my hand when I try to throw it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Obviously, what was it's a little the, different with you know, hunt, you know uh, piece the picture of paper I set. think that went viral or you know was on every 
you know, sports publication was the, who was it that had the baseball, his hand, his fingers were completely open and the baseball was just sticking to the palm of his hand. I didn't see the picture, but I mean, you know, uh, Garrett Cole's under the gun. Uh, Jacob deGrom has even been mentioned. And, you know, Garrett Cole's in an interview that was almost in tears over it. Like, oh. I, I really hope they can say, I, I'm just using it because I don't want a ball to get away and hit somebody in the head and kill somebody. It's like, yeah, I don't think that's really the reason you're using it. Because <laughs> if you right. can locate your pitches better. Yeah. And my whole thing is, um, you know, like, perfect example, and then I get this from Grandpa Blackhawk and uh, my buddy Rick who listens to the pod. Like, when you're watching bowling, the, the PBA tour on right, Sundays, right. the lanes are set up in ideal conditions for these because yeah. if the t- networks wanted, and this is coming from them who are bowlers with multiple 300 games between them, if the networks you know wanted people to see like people shoot 181, I mean, they could go to right. bowling, bowling alley something. in any town USA and see right. a guy shoot a 181. They want to see somebody win with a, you know, a 299, Versus a 279. Right. You know, so, but is that cheating? Okay, well, the lanes are set up to score good. Is that cheating? No, he's using the conditions that he's got. Right. And everybody's using the same conditions. Right. Yeah. And it's like, so if, but in, in life, isn't what life is about to get an advantage to succeed? You know, so if, if there's a substance that a pitcher's like, man, when I use this shit, I can get my ball that usually... You know, I, I can throw 96 miles an hour, which not many people can do. And with this substance, I get it to tail away from uh, right-handed hitters or, or, you know, drop into left-handed hitters, and my pitches become almost unhittable. Isn't that really the mindset you want your pitcher to have? Sure. Otherwise, every game's just home run derby, and it's like right. when it comes to that point, why don't you just, like I said, to make it simpler on everybody – Call the captains out to home plate. The umpire flips a coin. The visiting team says, has their tail, tails, you lose. Game over. And then everybody goes home. And then nobody cheats. Nobody tries to look for an advantage. Because, really, you got the the, the, ta- the spider tack, I think it's called, or spider tacky or whatever. It's almost similar to the substance you use when you're lifting an atlas stone. You put okay. the tacky on so you don't, loo- you don't lose the grip on the stone. It, has, sure. it doesn't have anything to do... With, your, with strength. your strength, it's just allowing so it doesn't just slide off your body. Right. See, Duke's even in agreement with me. Um, so it doesn't. So that doesn't. I don't think that's cheating per se. You're looking for something for an advantage. It's because yeah. it's just like pine pine tar. And so in theory, pine tar should be illegal then, because pine tar helps you grip the bat a little bit. Yeah. It's not going to fly out of your hand. Well, the only thing that makes anything cheating is if it's against the rules. Right. Well, and the. The rules say that I'm sorry. I think I think I blamed Duke for that bark. That wasn't might have been a neighborhood dog bark. Yeah, it was. Fuck that dog then. <laughs> um, I'd have to go to the baseball rule book, but I think there is a specific rule where their pitchers are not allowed to doctor the baseball. Okay, gotcha. you know, with either nails or files or fingernails or your know, substances. Right. So that would be a um, violation of the rules. But again, I think. You do what you got to do, just like if you're in school, in your uh, one of your classes, Dave. If you got a student that's pretty cunning, and he's able to cheat on his exams without you knowing, 
And you're like, all right, yeah, man, another 92, John Doe. Hey, 92, good job. 88, oh, what happened? You didn't study his art? Oh, 90, oh, 94, good job, 94. And you're not catching him. And right. it's like, well, he's getting an A in your class. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, so the, what do you think Dave's question is what now? Do you think it's cheating or part of the game? Well, no, if if they're doctoring the ball and, and putting something on it that that not everybody is using or if they don't think they can use it, then technically it's cheating. Right. It, but is it is that part of the game, trying to cheat? Right. Yeah. Well, I think it is. It, well, yeah, right. but that's but the, two separate yeah. questions, though. You're at, yes, it is technically cheating. Right. Should he be doing it? Technically, no. Is it part of the game? Has it always been part of the game? Right. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. So, and and now they're going to hold. But if they catch him, he there and should now be gonna, something. And, there's and, just, and know, pace of play has been a big thing with baseball. That's why the doubleheaders are now seven innings. That's why extra innings we go to a runner Man, on, on second. second. So now we're going to fucking all right. Let me let me see your hands. Yep. And, and then they're going to look at look at his cat. Probably check his fingers. All right. No, we're good. You know, you, how many times a day do you do? How many times a game do you do that? Because right. like, like they'll probably right, have they'll probably have the managers have a little flag in their back pocket and they can throw it twice. And if it, if it's if you know if they can't because it has to be something because like if they it, can't find anything, then maybe a runner advances or 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 something. It has to be a limited time because otherwise, like if you check if you check uh, Garrett Cole in the third inning and he has nothing. Can he put it on the fourth inning? Like, well, I've already been checked, so they're not going to check me again. Well, like or do you just check somebody after every pitch? Well, let me see. <laughs> I mean, because – and I don't even know why anybody considers it cheating because it's not even like they're trying to hide it because there's – if you ever even watch any amount of baseball, pitchers on the mound, and he's – they tap the underneath the brim of their cap. Right. That's not a fucking habit or superstition. There's, it, maybe it's something as simple as sweat. Maybe they're drying their finger off. Right. But I don't think it's that. You know, I think there's a little, you know, a little pine tar, a little Vaseline, a little whatever it is, and then they're going into their glove, and it's just. Yeah. So I don't think. I certainly hope baseball games don't come to a, a nonstop umpire going to the mound to check somebody's hand. Yeah. It's like. Oh, I, I mean, how many times have you driven on the expressway? 85. Enough. Well, that's sure. against the law. Right. Yeah. Well, you haven't got caught, so continue to do it. Right. But then when you get pulled over for 85 and a 70, yep. and the, you, you can't tell the officer, well, Jesus Christ, I've done it for the last four months. <laughs> and he'll be like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Your luck <laughs> ran out, I guess. Right. So, anyway. yeah, it's just it, it would be a deterrent. And so when guys get caught or they get fined or they get suspended for a game or two, that's a deterrent to keep other people from doing it. Yeah, it's always going to be like that no matter what they come up with, whether it's, you know, a special, you know, something other than pine tar or some other special substance or, you know, guys have something on their hand that they're barehanding, you know, barehanding uh, uh, fly balls out to left field or something. You know right. what I mean? Or like wide receivers in the NFL with those gloves where they can make a catch on the very oh tip of their ring yeah. finger. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and those gloves <laughs> are just like, boom. It's almost like they're uh, the the Velcro. Right. The Velcro things you use in the pool. Right. So, um, all right. So that's what I think. Yeah, so after a couple-week hiatus, that was what do you think, Dave? And uh, what do you think? We rate the first tasting? I'm going to go right out of the chute. Uh, like you said, as we have went through here, and I got one more pull on this one. 
Uh, it's getting better and better for me, to be honest with you. Did you finish the pint, though? No, not I got. Oh, I, oh, gonna, I got a little. Nope, I got a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I was going to say because I right. usually never have a third of the pint glass left at we're, the end of the tasting. So that we're, we're in our pint glasses that don't hold sixteen ounces. I think that'll show you where my rating is going to go when I've got a third of the pint. No, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to go three point eight five. Woo! I'm really enjoying. It. It's it's refreshing. Um, there's that IPA taste, and and I like the. It, it, it's not what I thought it would be, but I'm still in Well, and see, and, and therein lies my rating. I'm looking at orange cream pop. I love the orange cream sickle sold by the ice cream. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my. <laughs> there you go. And yeah. I, there is no, there is no <laughs> orange. And if anything, there's a hint of vanilla. So I'm, I'm going into a... Guns N' Roses concert, yeah, all fired up, ready to hear it, and Bette Midler takes the stage and busts out her best hits. Right. Bette Midler, did you, she was, did you ever know that you're my hero? I like that song, it's a good song. Sure. But when I'm ready to, you know, listen to little guns and fucking roses, I don't want to hear wind beneath my wings. You know what I'm saying? I do. And I, I'm like yeah. orange cream pop, all right, this is interesting. In fact, you had four to choose from, and I eliminated the coffee beer for this motherfucking orange cream pop, and I am greatly disappointed. There is no orange fucking flavor at all in this beer to me. And so maybe I'm COVID positive again, and I have no taste buds. But I'm tasting a like almost a bitter, lemony, and maybe it's still a shanty that's lingering in could, on my could, palate from no, Buffalo Wild. I mean, Wild I said Wild. I would agree with you that there's it, it is not the ta- it is not the orange cream pop that I thought it would be. And in 79 episodes, I bet you there are only a handful, and by a handful I mean five or less, where we have differed our ratings by more than a point. But this is going to be one of them. I'm only going to give the decadent orange cream pop. A four point zero. A what? Four point. Oh, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I saw the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the listeners are like, "Well, geez, that's a pretty good rating for a beer he didn't like at all." No, I'm sorry. No, good, good catch, Dave. A two point four zero. So yeah, good catch. Yeah, our listeners were like, "Jesus Christ, he gave it a four and he hated it." <laughs> all right, Mike. Well. Uh, let me look up what our fine friends on Untapped said. Oh, and um, yeah. Before you give the Untapped, Dave, did you ever give the uh, tail of the tape? I oh, I might not have. I don't think you did. Seven point five percent and sixty IBUs. Thank you. I, I may not have gotten to that. Seven point five percent alcohol and sixty IBUs. So, uh, finishing up my search here on Untapped, uh, Orange Cream Pop from Decadent Ales. Oh, wow. Here you go. All right, listeners, get ready for this one. At 14,000 check-ins. Fair amount. 14,000. 3.92. How do you like them apples? I don't like them apples at all. <laughs> and I, you know, I might, uh, 3.92, you said? Yeah. I mean, I... I might even have to quote the great Crash Davis. It's like, oh, fuck this fucking game. <laughs> That's it. I fucking quit. Hey, well, you know what? 
Okay, we're going to beg to differ on that particular beer. Let's go on to the next one. Now, the next one is from one of, if not our favorite brewery, Austin Brothers Beer Company in Alpena, Michigan. And this one's a porter. It's Rockport-er. And it is a, well, let me just read it. It's a silver medal award winner at the 2018 World Expo of Beer. Kudos. This porter pours a dark brown, has chocolate and roasty notes, and a creamy mouthfeel. Named as a tribute to beautiful Rockport State Park, just a few minutes uh, drive north of the brewery. I think that, I think John that was in John Holmes' biography. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the creamy mouth. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got you. Didn't take me too long to get that one, Mike. All right. I know where your mind works. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Well, I'm guessing from our fine friends at Austin Brothers, it won't be any, it won't be worse than. It will, it will be as pie. advertised, so you won't be disappointed. Brown, nice brown. Oh, yeah. Perfect dark door. porter color. That, that's actually a perfect beer commercial pour, but for my liking, that's too much head, which I have never, ever set. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And I, ironically enough, you're using the Austin Brothers glass. I Excellent am. choice. Thank you. Oh. God, it, 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 this is weird. Is my palate over time changing? I think it is. Well. Yeah. And I say that because... At Nick's graduation party, the venue we had it at, mm-hmm. Swan Valley Country Club, free ads. The only beer they had at the time, because still everybody's still recovering from COVID, wink, wink. The draft system wasn't set up, yada, yada. The only beer they had was Bud Light. Okay. I'm like, well, hey, beer is beer. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to I'm not gonna right. stand my ground that I hate Bud Light that much. And, you know, 10 or more beers later, you know, from... 1153 to 406. I'm like, hmm. Bud Light's why, not that yeah, bad. Why, yeah, why did I give Bud Light <laughs> such a bad rep? Yesterday we went to uh, Liz's cousin's daughter's graduation party. Open up a cooler. Bud Light's like, well, four Bud Light's later. It's like, you know. I don't know, maybe because it was my years of working for Muhlenbeck Distributing, which was the Miller Beer Company. And um, actually, the owner of our company actually distributes the Miller product. So maybe it was my loyalty. But I'm like, this Bud Light, I think I was giving it a bad rap <laughs> a little bit. You know, so, um, yeah. And now, you know, the first beer was an IPA. This is a porter. And... You know, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe after seventy nine weeks, roughly three. I, it's not three IPAs every week, but give or take. You know, so sure, two hundred plus IPAs. Maybe it, it has my palate grown tired of the IPA, my, and I'm shifting gears because potentially, yeah. this is a rich. Yeah. Again, now I don't I, even I don't find it if, that rich. I don't even know if you, could, but I don't think you could drink the. Um, Rock Porter. I don't think this is an all day beer. I mean, because this oh, is no. this is heavy. Oh, I don't what, think what it's as the, heavy uh, as some of the other ones we've had. What's the tail of the tape on the Rock Porter? Okay, so the Rock Porter is six percent alcohol and only twenty five IBUs. Oh, I, I see the twenty five IBUs because it's smooth as silk. 
Yep. Agreed. So, oh, from the uh, totally random, useless file of observations, for Father's Day, as I mentioned earlier, Liz, Nick, and myself went to B-Dubs. Because I haven't been to B-Dubs in a long time, and, and B-Dubs is my favorite restaurant. And More free ads. Yeah. And, and what I saw was I found baffling. Okay. Now, let me put it into context. If you go somewhere and you see somebody, if you see multiple people in an Under Armour shirt, you don't think anything of it, right? Under Armour's name brand. Right. If you see somebody with the old Nike swoosh, right. hey, no big deal. Everybody wears Nike shit, right? Right. If you're at a Penguins game and you see multiple Penguin shirts, well, of oh, course. yeah, you're yeah. in a Penguin game. We're in Saginaw, Michigan. It's not really the vacation capital of the world. No, is I it would, really? No, no, I wouldn't <laughs> slate it as that, no. All right. So, we're at, and the listeners can't see this, and when we eventually take this to YouTube, the listeners could see my description of the room. But Liz is here, I'm here, Nick is here at this table. The table straight in front of me, there's a gentleman and his partner. I, you know, it could have been a, you know. Okay. A female companion. Sure. He's got a long sleeve shirt, and on the back it says Salt Life. Sure. And then whatever, whatever, whatever. Yep. Well, if I end the story there, everybody's thinking, well, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> so, and I'm sitting here, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm eating my fried pickles, eating my uh, Caribbean jerk wings, and drinking my beer, and I look to my right, the table about six feet to my right about six feet behind the table that I just mentioned is a mother, father, and son. You know, and the mother and father yeah. drinking a beer, having some wings. They're actually, they're really, they're really in tune to the U.S. Open, which we're about to get to in a second. And it's not a long sleeve shirt. It's a short sleeve t-shirt. But guess what's on the back of this kid's shirt? Salt Life. Boom. What are the odds? Of, I've never even fucking heard of Salt Life. What? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a fisherman. I'm not a, I'm not a water person. So yeah, so that's you're probably more familiar with it than oh, I am. Yeah. But to see six feet apart, and they're not together, so it's not like hey, father and son, hey, let's wear a short, oh. salt life. Too, but to see two, I salt can't believe life, on the road, Mike. As much as you're driving between stores and stuff, a, n- you've never seen, it, seen you've multiple pay, salt life. T- you, they, no, you not, just haven't paid no. attention. They're on the back of cars. No, Those little no, stickers. I they disagree. Come back from, I agree to disagree with you because I've never, I've never with seen the stickers, and they put them on the back. Right. Of their okay. Cars. So yeah, if we're in a land, if if we're in Fort Myers, Florida, yeah, Salt Life. I wouldn't even have paid attention because everybody probably's wearing a Salt Life shirt. Well, no, I'm saying they come ho- they come back to Saginaw just to let people know. <laughs> Not hey. on Father's Day in June. I ain't buying it. It was too close to proximity. I was too bad. I told you it was useless observation. I did tell you that, right? True, you, right. you did. You, you set it up as such. But All right, now the other thing is, before we get into the U.S. Open and my tirade, which should really technically be a fuck you, but I can only fuck you myself so many times, how often do you use the semicolon? <laughs> um, I, uh, twice a year. Because I don't really understand, and the reason I um, asked that, because I've always been confused by the forward slash and the backward slash. Okay. And technically, the, the backward slash is not a punctuation. That, that, is not, no. that is not punctuation. That's like in grammatical stuff. Right. Not grammatical stuff. Uh, mathematical stuff and computations. Okay. Whereas the forward is actually a punctuation mark. 
Really? It, yes. It, oh. Yes, because that's actually Did not it, know it, that. it signifies you know like when you know W forward slash O is without. Oh, right on. Okay. Whereas the sure. the backward slash, but I've always struggled with why is the slant going from the top left down to the bottom right? Why is that forward? Because I think you go uphill before you go downhill. So shouldn't really the backward slash be the forward slash because you start at the bottom yeah. and go up. So shouldn't the backward slash really be the forward slash? So this is this this reminds me of a question that was asked uh, one morning when I was in college. There was a bunch of us sitting around the table at Denny's um, nursing a, a very a fun night. And uh, dead silence, just waiting for our food. And one of the more um, intelligent people at the table just breaks the silence and asks the question, why don't they make the rumble strips different different sizes, different spaces apart on each side of the road so you know which way to jerk the car? Good point. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. B- both questions, yours and that one. No one ever thinks of that kind of stuff. Right. So and why? Actually, I'm actually just the rumble strip why. one is probably a more important question than the forward slash backward slash. But it's just really weird that because it's like what, I, what makes it forward? Yeah, I don't. I know. mean, because really, if you look at it, it, and again, once we go to YouTube, our listeners will appreciate this. That is a backward slash to me. Well, that's by definition it is. Yeah. But to me, you start here, end here. You're going forward. That, which is known as the forward slash, should really be the backward slash because isn't you, you end here and you're going downhill. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So th- I've learned that. And again, <laughs> the listeners are like, what? Who gives a fly? No, I it, am it too, was, Mike. It, it was under, the, it was under <laughs> the headline of totally useless observations. Okay. All right. So you said you use the semicolon twice a year. A semicolon is most commonly used to link, in a single sentence, two independent clauses that are closely related in thought. When a semicolon is used to join two or more ideas, or parts, in a sentence, these, are de- these ideas are then given equal position or rank. My question to you is, why not just fucking put a period and start another sentence? That is a great question. So I, go but, go to your go to school, and I want a, an English teacher on as one of our guests between now and from episode eighty to episode one hundred. We have to. I need an answer to that because why would you use a semicolon when you could just fucking unless unless what you're saying unless that's the key, those ideas are then given equal position of rank, equal position or rank. You know, any listener that's listening to the pod right now that was driving just drove off the road because... And it us like, you know what? I've never used a semicolon, Mike. You're right. I always start just a new sentence. Why would you yeah. use another semicolon? I just, and I yeah. think it's an... It's a, and maybe uh, it's an underutilized punctuation mark, and I've got to... You know, the most overutilized punctuation mark is obviously the explanation point. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that. But the semicolon is like, I need to know the context. And, you know, it like... Because does anybody say, okay, well, Jane went to the store. Jane bought bread. Okay, those are two sentences. Now, if you put the semicolon in there, 
Jane buying bread is equally important as Jane going to the store, but with a period, it's more important that Jane went to the store than buying the bread. Where I actually disagree because the only reason she's fucking at the store is because she needed the bread. <laughs> so the semi, you know, I, I just, I don't get that. And listeners, I'm, you know, hey, and everybody's like, I really wish I wouldn't have fucking listened to this episode because this is stupid. <laughs> but it's actually, if you really think about it, it's baffling because whoever uses a semicolon? Nobody. No. <laughs> All right. Very rarely. Let's say, and naturally, the semicolon debate leads into the U.S. Open, the 121st U.S. US Open. Open. Which, uh, if you're looking at, for example, uh, the ESPN app or, you know, I'm sure this picture is the one that went viral with, with John Rahm after his second birdie doing the, the power fist pump. And the, you know, the, ah, I killed, you know. Um, he, he ended up uh, going on a tear today, minus four in today's round and winning the U.S. Open. What do you got to say about that, Mike? Two things. Kudos to John Rahm because he was prison raped out of a victory two weeks ago or three weeks ago when he tested positive and couldn't be on a golf course, which he's around nobody. He was butt-fucked out of that purse, so he comes back and wins the U.S. Open. But the one thing that this really should actually be a fuck you to myself, but again, I kept it out of that segment because I fuck you'd myself multiple times, and that gets old to the listeners. And the reason it's a fuck you to myself is because in FanDuel, my initial investment was $100. We put $100 in my FanDuel account. I bet a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. And I think it was probably two or three weeks before the Super Bowl in February. And as the uh, listeners know, uh, due to excessive server use or whatever, I couldn't get my Super Bowl bet in on Tampa, which I think led me to give a fuck you to FanDuel if we had the fuck you segment in February who knows and you know so I'm sitting there you know anyway slowly but surely I've built my FanDuel account up to 600 and ah, 40 whatever six something yeah and that was is, we're at June 20th that was probably like mid to late April and what's it at now you know the old it just steadily down Klein. Anyway, as we speak right now, my FanDuel account is at one hundred and ten dollars. So I'm, you know, since January, easy I'm ten dollars up. But the kicker to this story is, and again, listeners say, "Oh, right." Yet John Rom won, so now he says it. If I'm going to lie about something, Dave, like I've told the listener, I'm going to lie like... And say hey, you were swallowed by a whale. Or swallowed by a whale, or better yet, <laughs> I was on, abducted by aliens, taken to Mars, <laughs> and swallowed by Ginger Lynn's vagina. That's the lie I'm going with. Okay. So, you know, I'm not going to lie about this. So, I, on the couch, I get home from work, nine-hour day, 1.30 in the afternoon, I turn it on channel 205 on DirecTV. That's the U.S. Open... Supreme Channel. So they got like the main feed, the Golf Channel feed, holes 10, 11, 12, feature group 1, feature group 2, four different screens on one channel. So I'm just kind of watching it. I'm looking at the leaderboard, and John Rahm is like three or four strokes behind. But it's early Saturday. They're only like through nine on Saturday. I'm like, I go to FanDuel, I look at the odds, I'm like, ah, 
he's plus seventeen hundred. No, admit I wouldn't have bet. A, I wouldn't have bet a hundred dollars. Sure. Regardless, you know, I, but I would have probably thrown twenty five or fifty or whatever I would have thrown on. Right. And then it's like you know what, I'm just gonna lay off. Because every single bet I make is a loser. I cannot fucking pick a winner. It's a loser, a loser, a loser, loser. So I'm getting the perception that, as uh, Jim Carrey would say, you are a loser. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I I don't know anything about golf, so fuck it. I'm not going to bet anything. Yeah. Who won? John Rahm. So that's when you know as a gambler it's not going well. Because every bet you place, you lose. And every bet you state or want to bet and don't, you win. So, and again, that's falls into the fuck you segment. But I fuck you myself three times, so I just I just had to put it out there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, good for him. Uh, some other guys, I think I had, uh, in the last tournament, I had Harris English. And, of course, he shit the bed in that one. But, of course, he's, what, third in this one? Yep. So, um, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat you are. Who is second? Uh, Luis Ustazen. Uh, I'm going to get it wrong. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. And I think when we were at B-Dubs, I think Ustazen, he hit a shot it. that caused like a 15-minute delay because he was like buried in the pavement or out of bounds or something. And they had to have all sorts of judges come over. And he actually had to take a one-stroke penalty. And that's because it was... Rom one by one, right? Or two? Yeah, it looks like one. Yeah, so that, that penalty on that one hole is the difference. Or they would have been playing 18 tomorrow. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, well. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. yeah. yeah live and learn. Yeah, so, easy come, easy and go, so, like I said And before. like I said, so uh, as we're recording on Sunday night, what time is it right now, Dave? Uh, it is 9, 10 p.m. All right, on so the, the hockey game is probably late first period. Robin Lerner was go- is starting for... Um, the Golden Knights, and I was actually going to bet Montreal because I think it was a panic move because the reason Montreal won game, that's game four, right? Yeah, game. the reason why Montreal won game three was because Fleury made a, I mean, just, he, he fucked it up. I mean, they were up by one late in third. Right. He made a poor decision, cost him a goal. Montreal tied it, won it in overtime. So tonight, Vegas made a goalie change to Robin Lerner, and I thought that was a panic move. So I was going to bet the re- my remaining funds on Montreal at home, but didn't because, like I said, I'm just so gun shy right now because I can't. There's nothing I can do that's fucking right. So um, I laid off of it, and. After one period, uh, zero zero. So I would still be looking all right in that, but we'll see what happens. So if you can get a bet in, actually, I know you can get a bet in with FanDuel. Maybe I'll do that at the, the next intermission. Maybe I'll just put it all on Montreal because it's zero zero right now. So right. it's a two period game instead of a three period game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I guess this falls into a, uh, the fuck you segment, but I, uh, I entered into a... Well, let's a, save it for that, then. Should, should we? Fuck the fuck you segment, segment All right. three. All right. So... I'll save it. Yeah, I'll save it. Save but it's related to what we're talking about. Save that, and let's rate the old Rock Porter. All right. Your I go turn. first. Um, head and shoulders, not even close. 
better than the orange cream pop. I'm the IPA guy, but like I told you, like I started this segment with, maybe I'm changing. I'm going to give the Rock Porter perhaps a little Awesome Brothers love bias, but I'm going to give the Rock Porter a 3 4 5. 3 4, wow. Okay. I'm enjoying this as much as I did the. Um the orange cream pop and the reason it's it's a completely different beer obviously but um it's not too rich it's not too heavy agreed Um, we've had some that were delicious but yet you know that when you get to the bottom of the pint it's you know it's just a it's a you know it's there's no way you're having another one this one you can have two maybe three actually Uh, great flavor and I gotta go with what I what I said in the beginning when I started talking about this. You know, I enjoyed it just as much, so I've got to go with the three point eight five. Oh, all right. And I could I could sit down and and have two or three of these. Fair enough. So uh, let me check. Let's see what uh, Untapped has to say about this one. Oh, wow. All right. Well, with a lot of the new ones that Austin Brothers puts out, uh, because it's in Alpena, because they're a a fairly relatively new brewery, there's only 100 check-ins. Wow. Just 100. So with those 100 check-ins, it'll be 3.73. So I was a little high on that one. We kind of... Went opposite, not opposite in the spectrum, but on taps right in the middle. Well, Mike, it is that time again in the pod. It is time for the third tasting. <laughs> let's make this. Uh, sound like a sick cat. Starting with episode eight, let's go like ten tasting. Huh? <laughs> sure. Hey, you're on summer break. Let's do it. We'll do a ten tasting pod. We'll make it four hours. It'll yeah. be a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah maybe, Mike, or maybe not. Yeah, that's a great idea, Mike. That's a super idea. If I can make it 10 tastings in four hours, call Guinness because it ain't happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is called Night in Paradise. This is from Perrin Brewing Company in Comstock Park, Michigan. It's a Tiki IPA, 7% uh, ABV, and the infamous NA. As 7% far as alcohol by volume. Correct. That's what ABV stands for. I said 7% ABV, didn't I? Did you? Or I did, think I did. I thought you said IBU. I was look, maybe I was looking at the IBU. I was going pretty fast through it, Mike. And you're uh, on the third tasting, so yeah, maybe your prob- brain isn't moving that fast. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm drunk, so <laughs> we'll go with uh, Yeah, 7% ABV. All right. So uh, just for everybody listening out there, this Tiki-inspired IPA is brewed to combine two of our favorite things, Tiki drinks and IPAs. Pour yourself a glass and enjoy a night in paradise. It'll be interesting because... That was my best radio voice, by the way. It was a very good radio voice. And this is going to be an interesting pour because I either love the Perrin products or I hate them. Right. I mean, there's... I remember we had a Perrin survival. Yeah. And there's some... See, now, unlike our first beer, I mean, this is a golden hue. You know what it's like to be a golden hue. <laughs> now, to me, now, see, that's this is a weak commercial pour. But to oh, me, yeah. this is a perfect Because you can get right pour. to the beer. Exactly. You, can't fight, you don't have to fight through the head. Exactly. 
and I've never fought through head. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, there's a lot of flavors there. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. trying to figure them out right now. Is there, is there some like um, nutmeg or cinnamon in it? I wonder. I mean, this it has a Christmassy tasting taste to it. You might you might be right with yeah. That's a good call, Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Well, hey, 79 episodes. I'm I'm quite the beer connoisseur. Right. So, um, yeah, they don't have anything additional on the can. Uh, okay, let me see here. India Pale Ale with pineapple, orange, lime, and spices. So whatever spices is, we'd probably have to go to right. the website yeah, and we'll, figure out. We'll go to the website, but again, I, I would be willing to bet there's like a nutmeg, cinnamon. Right. Yeah, I like it, though. So. All right. Um, what do we got going in this segment? Well, Dave, come on. We're in segment three. It didn't happen in segment one. Didn't happen in segment two. The listener favorite. Yeah, the listeners are thinking, wait a minute, are they going to do a fuck you segment or not? Oh, man, it's third segment. Are they, are they doing a fuck you segment or not? Well, of course, we're going to do a fuck you segment. Anyway. <laughs> I, you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, I want you to go first. Right. I got a surprise for you guys. So here's mine. So I got into, uh, I mentioned it in the previous segment, and I got into the U.S. Open pool uh, that a friend of mine does, and... Pick five of your favorite golfers that you think are going to do well, and then the the you know the 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 finishing round, the the last round, the fourth round as the tiebreaker. And so I usually go with the old standbys. You know what I mean? Yep. Like the John Roms, the the uh, the Dustin Johnsons, the uh, oh uh, the Thomas. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, they've about. been there, done that, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, this time I'm like, you know what? I guess Phil Mickelson, you know, I, that win, you know, kind of blew things out of the water a little bit because, you know, as much as I love Phil Mickelson, uh, you know, he came out of nowhere. Um, and so I thought, you know what? I'll go with some long shots. Why not? So I got online, and I won't name the website um, just because. But uh, I, I'm looking at the long shots. I'm thinking, you know what? I'll pick a couple of these guys. Maybe somebody will, will you know, come out and win this thing. So here's, here's who I picked. Now, Tony Finau is usually one of my guys. Right. He's, he's, a, he's a usual. Patrick Reed, I think I've picked him before. Okay? He's won, he's won some. He's, he's won a some known tournament. cheater on the golf tour. Speaking of uh, segment one with cheaters. Known cheater. Yeah. Really? Uh, not signing scorecards and miss miss signing them and everything. But anyway, okay. yeah, that's neither. I'll have there. to read up on that. Yeah. Anyway, so then I go out on a limb and I go Chan Kim, who I've heard of, but you know they some on this particular you know website that kind of touts you know the the dark horses and you know who's going to end right. up in the top ten and you know yeah the, the quote unquote experts if you will exactly. So Victor Hovland, 
uh, spelled V-I-K-T-O-R. And then uh, Jason Korkrak, K-O-K-R-A-K. Now, so I've got these five guys, right? Right. So Tony Finau missed the cut. Chan Kim missed the cut. Jason Korkrak missed the cut. Patrick Reed tied for 41st after I don't even know what he finished. I'm not even going to look at how he finished uh, in the tournament. Uh, and then uh, my guy Victor uh, Hovland uh, withdrew from the tournament because he got sand in his eye and oh, couldn't get it out. I hate when I get sand in my eye. <laughs> oh, my God. If there's one thing worse than sand in the vagina, it's sand in the eye. <laughs> so guess who took last? I'm guessing you with, with the guy who finished maybe in the top four. Since, since I only had one guy out of the five that actually finished the tournament and made it to the weekend. But uh, so my fuck you is to uh, the website that I use to try to to try to get a leg up on the rest of the field. Well, if you, if, if you don't remember it, fine. But if you remember it. Oh, I, I remember it. I'm well, not, going, I, I'm not, no, I'm not ever going so, back to I it. I say say it so our listeners know. Because maybe, maybe one of our listeners is going to say, you know what? I'm on uh, www sleepergolfer.com and I'm going to bet my life savings on these picks and they just gave you fucking four losers. <laughs> well, well, actually five losers because you know, Patrick Reed may have finished in the top 35. Yeah, I don't think so if I hit right um, here and So uh, what was this what was the site you got it from? It was get action, it? it was action Oh, now I can't remember the last part of it now that you're asking me. Uh, Action something. Action sports or action bets or action something starts with action. Fuck you, action sports or something like that. Oh, yeah, Patrick Reed tied for 19th. All right, well, yeah. Maybe he he took me out of the basement on the last day. I doubt it. When you you have a 19th place finisher and four other golfers that aren't even in the finals, yeah, I'm guessing you're last, bro. Yeah, I don't know. So that that's a deserved fuck you because I hate when you, you take other the quote unquote experts' advice and they bend you over the table, stick it to you, a la juice from uh, Sons of Anarchy, um, like yeah, like uh, Brown did to Juice, ah. and uh, so yeah, that's that's just. Actionnetwork.com. Actionnetwork.com. That's a deserving fuck you. I mean, you that those were horrible picks, and my man Dave paid the price. So hey, I second that fuck you. And um, believe it or not, I had a fuck you, but between the time I had it and the time we started recording, I'm resending it because my fuck you was to all the great athletes who are. Great in what I'll call the quote-unquote schoolyard. Okay. I mean, All right. you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of guys that can go out when it means nothing, like the old Gus Mackers of the world, and dominate. Oh, like you know, me. And when it means nothing. Yeah, yeah that's me. Okay, well... <laughs> You you know you're not quite at the NBA <laughs> level, but hey, if that's you... You've never seen me play, Mike, but that, just take my word for I'll it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And, and my fuck you was going to be to guys like Giannis from the Bucks. I mean, regular season, this guy is a stat monger, leads the Bucks to the promised land. The guy's one of the one of the best in the NBA. And then come playoff time, he was uh, his nickname was Houdini. He fucking disappeared. Right. 
until, you know, so that was my fuck you to the, all the guys that are all the schoolyard legends but can't get it done in the big game. But then, hey, game seven, Bucks nets, Giannis drops 40, Bucks win, move on. So I can't even give the fuck you because game seven, maybe that's what he was playing for. He's like, well, hey, fuck, it doesn't really matter how many games they play. I mean, as yeah. long as we advance. And right. In game seven, I came to play. So I can't even give the fuck you to that. And But, but a on a side note to that, you want to talk about everybody talks Michael. I'm I'm pro Michael. LeBron, listeners know my feeling on LeBron, but you want to talk about or like you know the Magics, the Birds. You want to fucking talk about a guy who comes to play when fucking the chip, the cards are on the table. Push comes to shove. I tell you what, KD. Uh, he goes into that category of, I mean, this fucking cat. He fucking nearly won last night's game. <laughs> he sent it into overtime, and then damn near won the fucking game in overtime. And he, in game big, six, he scored 48 to get him to game seven. If his big toe wouldn't have been on that line. Oh, I mean, it's like, so he's one of those guys. Like, yeah. and, and, and when you talk about the greats of the game, you, I don't know if anybody mentions KD. I mean, it's they Michael. Will now. I it's bet you, Michael, I bet you Magic, after, Larry, LeBron. Yes. After this, even though, you know, what happened happened, you know, and, and as terrible as it was, you know, it's kind of like that tin cup. You yeah. saw the movie, right? Right. Nobody's going to care who won or who, but you know what I mean? They're going to remember those games and those things that happened where, I mean, I right. know, I, I mean, I know my, you know, I know Max, you know, I know my son Max. He's like, "Oh my God, you got to see this," you know what I mean. Right. So, so it was it was an indelible moment, you know, for him that, you know, what KD did. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And and actually, he didn't he do that. Uh, well, not last year because Golden State sucked last year, and who I don't even know who won last year with COVID, the bubble. But uh, so 2021, 2019 didn't like fucking KD didn't he like just dominate the fucking finals his first year with Golden State? I thought. I so. mean, it's, I yeah. mean, talk about a fucking big play player, right? And um, not big play player, big game player. I mean, yeah, he stepped in the limelight, and and actually, he almost deserves as much credit in the loss as Giannis does in the win. But again, segue back to the fuck you segment. My fuck you would have been the guys who are great when it doesn't really matter, but disappear when it does. But Giannis fucking rolls the occasion with 40 in game seven. So can't even give him the fuck you. I mean, it's like, hey, because yeah, he'd, right. he'd look at me and I'd be like, hey, no fuck you, buddy. I'm, in, I'm playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, um, all right. All right. So now I think I got to give the floor to you. Yep. And you have to get on your soapbox. Yep. And tout my greatness. You're thinking, you're, you're thinking to yourself, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I ain't no way I'm doing that. What are you? All right. What have we been watching? Yes. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Come on. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm hooked on billions now. I tell you, Bobby Axelrod. Yeah. He's a he, fucking <laughs> badass. Isn't he? He's the man. Especially especially when he looked down at uh, when he looked down at Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Rhodes. He says when I uh, I can't. Oh, now I lost the quote again. Um, but he said, uh, you know, when I decide to go after somebody, something, it's Nagasaki. And it, the whole, the, and you, and Shelly's actually even the one who got you on it, and Shelly likes it a lot. 
Well, I don't even know how she likes it, and I'm sorry. I'm, you know, if if you're listening now, dear, I apologize. But she starts listening, and it's like nights, you know, lights out. And so I end up picking up her phone or whatever, and you know, watching a couple episodes. So I'm always a couple episodes, of, you know, in front of her. But uh, anyway, and and again, and no, I have not started watching season five. I'm kind of watching or waiting for the conclusion so I can just rip through the whole season. It'll be interesting to see if they count it as season six, but that'll be semantics because season five is only like five to seven episodes and then COVID hit. So they shut down production and they have re they restarted it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it'll be season six episodes, one through whatever. Okay. Or if they'll pick up with season five, Episode six, seven, or eight, or wherever they're on. But wherever, yeah. Um, I'll get to it. And uh, another one. I'm, I'm telling you what, Paul Giamatti. He's the man. I mean, I. I yeah, 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 He's got some scenes fuck, in you there. You want to punch her in the fucking face? And then, but, then, but then that's that, why he's so but, good. But the very next scene, you want to fucking fist bump him. Say, All right, yeah, <laughs> fuck, he played that perfectly, didn't he? Oh, yeah. it's a fucking brilliant series. Yeah. And uh, you guys out there that. Yeah. Hate hate this pod for when we talk about what we watch. You got you owe it to yourself to watch Billions. I fucking have been touting it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I've incorporated at least two fellow billionaires. But but I'm telling you, I'm I've told you this a couple times now. But if when we're when you're done with that, or you get to the point where you've you've watched all the episodes, you know you've watched all the seasons, you know, and you're waiting for the new one to come out. You've got to watch Suits because it's Suits is along the same line. All right, but anyway, um, I, I want to ask you: Have you ever watched uh, a series, uh, a show, whether Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, from it's a it's a different country? It's you know it's it's got the voiceovers oh, yeah. with oh uh, for sure okay. So I I got into so because I didn't want to get too far ahead of Shelley in Billions. I'm looking through Netflix, seeing if there's anything. And so, you know, I'm kind of a Marvel fan. I like that whole thing. Um, and, and I really, with the with the Thor character and that whole, uh, that whole line, that whole storyline of Thor, I like the, the Norse mythology and, you know, and all that stuff. So I see something on Netflix, and it's called, uh, they don't, you know, the Norwegians pronounce it differently, but it's Ragnarok. You know they had a Thor, they had a Marvel movie right. called Ragnarok, so I'm like, ah, hell, I'll check it out. Sure, shit, it is. It's a Norwegian take on Norse mythology and the whole Thor and everything like that. So um, at first, it's it's horrible. Um, you know, it's it's hard to follow, yeah. and the, you know the voiceovers has got the you know the mom is okay, sons, yes, sir. You know, and it's. <laughs> And and the guy that plays is a movie or a series. It's a series. Okay. It's a series. Ragnarok. But the point at which I thought, well, eh, maybe Michael enjoy this. So one of the giants, which in Norse mythology and where Marvel got the ice giants. For those of you that are listening, you know, if you're into the Marvel thing, you know that through the Thor series, you know, there's the ice giants. But uh, they're not ice giants in this one. They're just called giants. Um, one of them is a female that's a principal at the local school in this town in Norway. And so um, 
and they have like a prom or something like that. Well, she takes a few of the boys and convinces them to come around, you know, into one of the classrooms or a custodial closet or something like that. And, um, and some crazy stuff starts happening and I'm like, Oh, well good for the Norwegians, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, this is something I guess I could tell Mike, right. this will get his attention, but, uh, Nothing gratuitous happens, but it's it's very much it's kind of like billions. It's all implied, right? And you absolutely know what's going on, right? Oh yeah, and I think that's what most of Netflix stuff is, and they give the disclaimers up in the upper left when the show starts because, um, um, yeah, and much like I'm not a, a zombie guy, yeah, I've watched. The Walking Dead, because Liz used to watch it, but we haven't seen the last couple of seasons or whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. And um, today I ripped through four episodes because I saw, you know, when you go to your homepage of Netflix, it says new episodes. Yeah. And it's called Black Summer. And I clicked it. And normally it'll take you to the episode you left off on, and it has me on episode or episode one, season two, and I'm like, I've never watched. I said to Liz, I said, have you watched this? Ah, I might have, and I, I go to uh, series and episodes, so I click that link, and then sure enough, it shows the red line all the way to the right on the first eight episodes of season one. I'm like, well, you must have watched it because. Somebody watched it, and you know, but I'm going to give it a shot because they're like 30 to 44 minutes. Excuse me, each episode, and it's basically the zombie apocalypse. And sure, sure. So I'm I'm through four. They got me hooked, which is really confusing to me as a character change in myself because, like I say, I'm I'm watching zombie shows and drinking Bud Light. It's like, what are you, what's going on? <laughs> so Wait, that's where I was going to go. Is this the end of the world? That's where I was going to go with this is because I'm trying to figure out, like, normally this would not be, this is a low production Norwegian, right. you know, thing, yeah. but I, they must have had some elements in this that kept me, because I, I watched all two seasons. Now, of course, there's only six episodes in the second season, but... Uh, but it kept me hooked enough, I, apparently because of the the mythology, and I wanted to see how closely it followed, like, the Marvel. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how... And it it did to some degree. Like, the kid that they cast for Loki, or... So, it, I'm... It, okay, so... Hold, but, hold on, a, then, then, hold, let me finish. Ast, let me finish. Asterisk Loki. Okay. So, I don't forget. That's why I told you. Don't, okay. Asterisk and don't forget it. Looks like the what the guy uh, uh, Middleton Middleston, uh, the guy that they cast for Loki in the Marvel ones. Do you know what I mean? Now whether that was planned or whether it just happened to be, you know how, you know, because Loki's character is kind of like he's a snake. You know what I mean? He's always weaseling. He's the god of mischief, and so this kid's kind of like a scrawny, looks like he's looking for trouble kind of a kid. But anyway, um, do I recommend it? I. <laughs> I guess if you're, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, or have time to kill, or like on a rainy day, or sure, you know, sure, absolutely, you know, have nothing else to do. And the reason I asked you to asterisk that is because Loki is on Disney Plus. Yes, and I've watched the first episode, and I'm like confused as fuck. I don't know what's <laughs> going on because I'm not, I'm not that genre. That's not right. me. Which is again, let's segue it back to 
liking porters as much or more than IPAs, drinking Bud Light at graduation parties. I'm like, what's going on here? What's you know, and, and, and now I'm and now I'm watching you know superhero stuff. But I watch episode one. I think they're on like episode two. It's, There's it, two episodes. That's all there is because it was a couple weeks ago I saw episode. Because isn't um, it just started? Isn't Loki on Disney Plus like? Um, WandaVision, where it's yeah. each week there's a new episode. Yes, it's only been it's only been available for two weeks. All right, and I saw the first episode, and I'm like, right. normally this is shit that I hate, but this is actually watchable, and I'm like, all right, this is... And so now, I don't know, I'm just like morphing into a totally different human being. I'm drinking <laughs> Bud Light, watching fucking action figure superhero genre shit. I'm like just a totally different person. Anyway, whatever. Might not be bad. Are we ready for a random question? Or did you have something else? Nope, I think so. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, Five Second Rule. The board game. So, Mike, I'm going to have some questions for you, and you have five seconds, and I'm going to get my phone set up to... All right. You're going to have... Wait a second. Getting psyched. Yep. All right. Getting mentally prepared. So I've got some questions for you, and you have to answer it in five seconds. Yep. Ready? Go. Okay. Three people on your street. Uh, Steve, Steve, and Steve. Uh, Felt, <laughs> Dunkel, and the other Steve. Okay. Well, that was nine seconds. That took fucking nine seconds to say that. Well, I started a little early. Oh. Anyway, here we go. I'll, I, you know, I think I hit it and then ask you the question. So my bad. Uh, next one. Three apps you play. Uh, Words with friends. That's the only app I play, so I don't have three. Okay, fail. Uh, next one. Three things that are funny. Seinfeld, Office, my dick. Okay. Uh, three things you do before you go to bed. CBD oil, stretch, watch TV. Wow, okay. Uh, three animals that growl. Dog, bear, wolf. Wow, okay, good. 2.95 seconds. Uh, three international airports. JFK. <laughs> yeah. What about what about Metro? Detroit Metro. And isn't Flint Bishop a I think yeah, well cuz they go to Canada. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's international. Yeah, I panicked. That, yeah, okay. I, that was a panic. I panicked. <laughs> right. Uh three favorite Williamses. Williamses uh like William Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know anyone. <laughs> All right. Um, three things you can do in the dark. Masturbate, have sex, <laughs> watch TV. Okay, in that order? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, ready? Yeah. Three planets. Pluto, Jupiter, Mars. Okay, very Although good. Although some would argue Pluto's not a... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that might be a fail, depending on who you ask. All right, last one. <laughs> Three U.S. presidents. Lincoln, Washington, G Andrew Jackson. All right. 
you went way back. Yeah, I, I, I went to the founding fathers, brother. I ain't going to these uh, you, the guys. That I don't can, think Lincoln's considered a founding father, but okay. uh, he was president of sixteen, close enough to founding father. All right, that's the random question emancipation for today. proclamation. Emancipation <laughs> proclamation oh rules, God. brother. Oh, it's the end of the third tasting. All right, let's rate this one. All right, let's do it. You're up first. Uh, yes. Um, do I like this as much as the others? Hmm. As I say under my breath. It's flavorful. It's enjoyable. I actually, for my palate, I don't think I enjoy it as much. It's got, like I said, when we first took the first couple pulls off of this, I was like, hmm. I'm going to try to figure this out. Um, it's good. Uh, it's up there. I'm going 3.70. Well, it was your least favorite, my favorite, but you still liked it more than I did, which is strange. And I went a 3.55, which is... You know, a tenth of a percent above the uh, rock porter, and but I'm surprised I was still that much lower than you. But hey, the rankings are there. I you know I don't think it approached the four stratosphere, so I'm going to stick with my 3.55. All right, fair enough. Uh, let me see what our friends at Untapped. Rated that. Uh, Lost the app. Now I got it back. Let's see. Oh, wow. All right. Well, this one, too. I mean, Comstock Park, Grand Rapids is a pretty... I mean, they can get this distributed pretty quick around the Grand Rapids area, and I'm sure out, out towards Lake Michigan, so... I, this has got to be fairly new then. I, I'd be interested in how new this is. At 164 check-ins, right? Wow. Not many. Barely more than the Austin brother. Right. 3.71. Well, okay, so we're on the low end, but barely. Yeah, well, I had, what, 3.70? Yeah. So I was right there. I said, but barely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut me some slack, Dave. All right, hey, um... Before we close this bad boy out, today is, as we mentioned, Father's Day, which is this particular year, Sunday, which is Father's Day is always a Sunday, but right. June 20th, 2021. Correct. Now, let's throw it out to the listeners. I know you have a trip coming up. You and the family heading out to see... Just Shelly and I. Okay, just the, well... Just the two well, of us. All right, well... I guess I guess that's good enough because actually, no offense to your kids, and I'm sure they wouldn't take any offense. They have nothing to do with the podcast, so they are really irrelevant to this question. What are the dates that you you are out of here? Uh, the fifth through the fifteenth. All right, fifth through the fifteenth. So we should be, episode eighty is going to be on Sunday, June twenty seventh. Yep. Episode eighty one. Is going to be on Sunday, July 4th. Oh, wow. And then 
Maybe. Yeah, we got to talk that, about the, that. Well, then we're fucking about to. That's why I fucking brought it up. Give me this. Yeah, okay. All right, so. Um, so Sunday, or, or maybe like because you, you're, you're a big firework guy. I, you can take a firework and shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck about firework. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe we'll do it Friday the 2nd or Saturday sure. the 3rd, whatever. Right. But I think 81 is locked in place. Yes. So now we're at Sunday... July 11th, which would be 80, episode 82. Okay. Is, We're doing, the, is that the week that flights, football, anything else? I mean, I'll be remote. Very, 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 very few television shows, podcasts. Anything. I mean, that would put us at 81 straight weeks. This has been, I mean, it's, sometimes it's been a Thursday, sometimes it's been a Tuesday, some. More more right. often than not, it's Saturday or Sunday, but it's been eight. You know, I don't care uh, if anybody 3rd, else is impressed. I'm impressed with me that. Me too. Just, I yeah. am too, and that's what I'm saying. So, like when we do the, excuse me, the the July second, third, or fourth episode eighty two. That well, no, be, that would be eighty one. Eighty one. Thank you. Yeah, that's eighty one straight weeks. Right. So now on when you're in uh, Oregon or Washington, Bend. wherever you're Bend, going, Oregon. When you're in Oregon, which would be episode 82 on Sunday, the, July 11th, right. is is that flights, football, and anything else first off week? I no, mean, no, hey, Cal Ripken even took a seat, brother. No, I mean, because, Cal Ripken I, I'm not planning down. on it, uh, so everybody knows. Uh, I'm going to get in contact with the uh, people at Deschutes, Deschutes Brewery. Uh, we've we've tasted a couple of them, so we can you can get them here in the Tri-City area. Uh, from Deschutes Brewery, and so I will hopefully. The plan is is to try to go remote with you, uh, or uh, what will happen is is I will do a I'll do a pre-interview. Hopefully we can I can get a quick interview with the somebody from Deschutes, and then we'll plug that into a remote with you, uh, like we've done so many times. Because there's been times when uh, when I was up at the Keweenaw. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. Up at, just, up, at yeah. up at Houghton, Michigan, and you know we did it via Zoom. So I was at you know I was at Keweenaw Brewing the, that day before, and so you're going with the mindset no rest for the wicked. We're just hell no. The show keeps on rolling. Absolutely, the train keeps on rolling all night long. Train keeps it rolling. All night. Yeah. Anyway, who sings that? Huh? Who sings it? Oh, shit. Mike. Aerosmith. Come on. All right. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to let the listeners know. So they're like, it's like a, the old TV guide where they can look ahead and say, yeah. oh, okay, well, got my show. You know, I'm going to have to ex- block out this period of time. Yeah. So, well, without further ado, Dave, episode 79, I looked down on the bottom of my glass. I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.